0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Headwise, the weekly webcast and podcast of the National Headache Foundation. I'm Dr. Lindsay Weitzel, founder of Migraine Nation and Chronic Daily Migraine Survivor. I'm really excited to tell you that I am here today with country music artist, Allie Seeley. Allie lives and sings in Nashville and is known to many people in our community because she wrote and sings an awesome song about migraine called All In Our Heads. Hi Ali, how are you doing today? Hi, doing well. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for being with us. So, I had the pleasure of hearing Ali sing all in our heads live at last year's National Headache Foundation Gala. It was awesome. I love your voice. I love the song. Um it's very exciting. So I um, I love that you took something like migraine, especially migraine as severe as yours, and turned it in into art and into something that you do that you love. So why I want everyone to hear your story. So um, let's just start about your migraine journey, your life with migraine. You started experiencing migraine as a child, much like I did, correct? Can you tell us what this
1: journey was like? Yeah, I started having some headaches when I was young and I could remember it kind of affecting sports and getting in the way of things like that. But, you know, at that time I could just take, you know, over the counter stuff and kind of just be okay in in a couple hours. And then it did start progressing. It seems pretty quick because in middle school, it started getting worse. And then definitely in high school, that's when I was really suffering and experiencing kind of not treatable I would say migraine. And it it really started interfering with a lot of things in my life at that point, you know, so. Mm -hmm. Progress.
0: What things do you feel you were forced to give up on in life? Were there things you had to
1: stop or et cetera, because of migraine? Yeah, I was, you know, going to college, um, and, it was a getting in the way of being able to work and go to school because I was um, not able to always make it. And I think at the time, what really annoyed me is that people thought that I was partying. Yeah. And that's like why I didn't go to class or why I didn't show up for work. And I was actually in the ER you know, and I'd be like, no, I'm sick. Like I have really, I've really, really bad migraine attacks that debilitate me. And people would always be like, right. You know, they never believed me. So I started losing jobs. I actually, um, was living with my grandpa at the time and I was caregiving for him as well. And then eventually I just was like, I really, um, can't function. I mean, it really took over my life to the point where I was pretty much just like bedridden, you know did uh, it How did it affect your your personal
0: life, like friendships and relationships? Obviously, the fact that people didn't believe you must have been very frustrating. But did it affect friendships and
1: and relationships, et cetera? Oh, so tremendously, because oftentimes people would think that I was like like you said, making it up, which is actually a lyric in the song. And so they thought that I was like seeking attention or just, you know, over dramatizing my situation and I didn't, I lost friends over it. Um, I, you know, I heard a lot of slander about myself, like that. I was like crazy or things like that because I was always sick. My family, as uh, some of them, you know, not my immediate family, cause my mom definitely has migraine as well. And she does know, but right. like some of my distant family were kind of making fun of me behind the scenes and, you know, kind of it, they just thought that we'll just drink water and stop stressing out kind of thing. Like you're just, you know, get to life. Can't you get up? Why can't you go to work? And trust me, I was just as frustrated. I'm like, I wish I could. (laughs)
0: Right. I do think that that is one of the most frustrating things for so many of us. Some people don't have family members at all that support or understand them. I was lucky enough that my father, uh, maybe not lucky for him, but I inherited the migraine genes from him. So he always understood. But so many of us have family members that just, don't understand um and we do lose friendships over it and you know it's a good and bad thing you can realize who your your real support network is when you are that sick i think yeah Um, so thank you for answering that thank you for 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 being honest about that um so, um, how does, um, and in, in what way do you feel that migraine may have
1: helped steer you in the right direction in life? Were, were there any positives? I love that you were kind of making that a positive too. Like, you know, finding out who was really going to be there for you and times are real tough, but it's interesting because when I dropped out of school, because I, I really couldn't go and <laughs> I didn't have a job which is like, what am I going to do? Right. I mean, that is like not good, but, um, that was actually about the time when I really started picking up the guitar. And so I would really be able to, you know, go into my music because all I, I mean, when I would get the windows of opportunity, that's when I would play music and I would sing and I would try to, you know, sing cover songs and all these things. And it was like the only thing that really made me feel like, okay, like this is passion. I love this. And it makes me want to live. Like it makes me want to you know, get up out of bed, if you will, when I can. So it was nice to kind of get catapulted into that realm, you know. Great.
0: (laughs) That is so awesome. Um, I'm glad that we asked that question because it just is such a positive thing. It's great when you can see something Mm -hmm. positive come out of the direction that something this horrible can steer us in. Um, So I always like to ask someone, what
1: uh, What positive thing they gleaned from having this in their lives? I just thought of this and I was like, you know what? I think one of the biggest things that comes is that we have empathy for people and that we then know gratitude on a totally different level, because when you're suffering from pain all the time, you're so grateful when you just get that one window and you could go on a jog or you can do something that experience nature and you're not suffering. It's like, that is pure gratitude. So it definitely does have some positives and, you know, we can feel for other people, like maybe other people can't. So that's good. Yes,
0: That is such a great point. Thank you for saying that. Um, I, I actually remember bursting into tears the first time I noticed flowers are pretty Mm -hmm. after I personally felt better, um, these windows without paint. So I know, I know what you're saying. So that is a very good point. That is a beautiful thing to say. And thank you. Um, so how, how does, let's move on to music and, and the fact that you wrote this song about migraine, how does music help you?
1: Music gives me a time where I can kind of escape. So like, even when I first started doing it, it was like, okay, I can just be in the song right now or, you know, kind of, you know, just kind of be in that. And that was the biggest thing, but it really does allow us to like tell the story. Like I wrote this song about my migraine journey and um, I'm able to share that with other people. And I didn't know that it was gonna give me such an amazing community of people that I, I felt like, Most people didn't understand me. And then I wrote this song and it connected me to people who suffered the way that I did and all knew what I was talking about. And I think that was like pretty mind blowing because I kind of just thought, well, no one's going to hear this or, you know, maybe my story is a bit uh, out of the norm because often I meet people who just get migraine occasionally where I was suffering and it affected my life and it really like debilitated me. So I did feel like I was kind of alone, I guess, you know, in a lot of ways and that opened it up for me. Um, and I just love music so much. Like I love singing and it's my biggest passion. And so I would endure like the depths of (laughs) whatever to, to be able to do it. I'm like addicted to it. So I don't know. It's pretty, it's been in such a beautiful journey and I love that. (laughs) Oh, Well, that's awesome. So I was
0: going to ask you, I think people might like to hear this. There were some parts of your journey that really, when you told them to me, when I spoke to you a couple of days ago, they did mirror my own. And I hope it's okay that I, I mentioned, like you mentioned, um, having to spend nights on the bathroom floor, um, like pretty much the whole night because you were vomiting. These are things I can very much relate to. Um, I I want people to know how severe this was um, for you. Um, we were both like this during certain parts of our migraine journey, and then you did mention that not only did people not believe you, but they would say some of the most ridiculous things um, to yeah. tell you to do
1: to get better. So what were some of those things? <laughs> Oh man, there was, there was like, don't just stop stressing out. Just drink more water. Okay. My worst one that I ever heard, this girl told me take a spoon and freeze it and then stick it on the roof of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I love that one. Okay. You heard that one. I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, you want me to give myself a brain freeze while I have a migraine? Like what is wrong with you? Yeah, I know. I had.
0: um, (laughs) I may have mentioned this before. I I literally was was like getting an IV because I couldn't stop the vomiting and all this stuff. And you know, you it's like you tried to explain it, and it was a family member I was trying to explain it to, and she told me to to suck on peppermint to stop the vomiting. (laughs) I've been vomiting for like. (laughs) 48 hours, you know? And, you know, it just, and I was like, oh, sure. That'll, that'll
1: do it. (laughs) I know. Like, why don't you just burn some incense? I'm sure that will do the trick. Like, I don't know. I don't know how a medical illness like this can be. (sighs) I mean, it's so wildly misunderstood that it definitely... I'm glad we can laugh about it now, but I will say sometimes when people were the inboxing, I still have that happen by the way, where people will inbox me and try to sell me their essential oils and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not to hate on essential oils. God bless. If you like essential oils, that's great. I do know that there are benefits to using them. That's right. not what I'm saying, but to think that you can cure the migraine situation is really what is the most frustrating because mm-hmm. it is it's like mine is genetic and it sounded like your dad had migraine. Mm-hmm. So there's a genetic like portion of this it's not like you know just burn some incense have you know get some essential oils and we're going to be fine I mean right
0: right it can be very frustrating (laughs) but I always tell myself that you know it's just you're not going to be able to explain it to everyone and just you know (laughs) (laughs) let them let them be. they're not going to understand on that particular day. maybe maybe another day someone else will be able to explain it to them. Aww. so um, so <laughs> i'm I'm always telling people my philosophy. I always feel like we each need to build like a rock wall against migraine, where, you know, half the rocks are medications. Half of them are lifestyle factors in the mortar that holds them all together is our mentality. I'm always talking about that. and, I'm just, I want everyone to know how many years did it take before there was a medicine available for you to put into your rock wall that really made a difference for you?
1: Yeah, it was probably, I think I spent about 15 years suffering before I found something that was really able to give me the life that I live today. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was like, honestly, I had lost all hope. It was one of those things where I was like, there's no way. And I had to come into an acceptance that I may never get better, Mm -hmm. but how did I, and it was one of those things where I was like, I have to try to accept and also still find gratitude while suffering from chronic migraine. And that was a big challenge because often I wanted to be like, what was me? I mean, how, how am I going to find gratitude? I'm not living my life optimally. And that was tough, but, um, you know, not to give up hope. And I'm just so grateful that I hung in there because, you know, I know that there's other people out there that might not be responding to some of the newer treatments. And, and so I do hope that if you, you know, if someone's listening and they're in that situation that they just don't lose hope because there's just been so many developments, you know, and I know that they're, you know, still working on trying to find more treatments for us. And that's, that's where, I mean, it's, it's a blessing, but also the, just knowing how defeated it feels to try so many things and then still suffer at the level that we did and have, Yeah, it's not fun. Yes, you
0: know. we've been there. I, I always like to ask this question whenever there's someone I'm talking to someone who is feeling better because I want everyone out there who is still, um, on that road where they're on, you know, none of the medicines are working to know that we've been there, we know the helpless feeling and to to never, never give up. Um, For me, that was a 26 year road of daily, daily pain before I found one. So, um, and for Allie, it was years, she said, you know, at least 15 years. So um, we've been there and, you know, and, and it's worth it. Don't give up and, and always try. I almost didn't try the medicine, even when they, Uh gave it to me. I almost didn't try it because I was so tired of being failed by medicines that I just didn't even want to try another one. Um, so that was how much I had given up. I just let it sit there for, for a little while before I even tried it. Um, so, so yeah, so never give up. Um, and, um, so I, I thank you for answering that question for us. Um, can you tell everyone that would love to listen to, um, to this 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 song about migraine or any of your other music, where can we go to listen to your music?
1: Yeah. I'm online everywhere, like iTunes, Pandora, Spotify, if you like to go there. You could pretty much find me in all those places or YouTube. Um, and then I also like going live too. So sometimes I'll be live on like TikTok or my Facebook music page or things like that. And I sometimes will take requests and things. And oh, you just, wow. okay. keep it, you know, I'll be playing music like every day. That's what uh-huh. I love to do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and again, for everyone, the song that she wrote about migraine is called All in Our Heads. Um, and you can listen to all of her other music too. I love listening to your voice, Ali. It's wonderful. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say to our audience before we go today?
1: Well, I just want to say thank you for having me, Lindsay. It's, it's been really nice hanging out with you and, um, any, like, I think just reiterating if you're some, if you're struggling out there, you're not alone. There are people that care and understand and don't have to offer you a 4 million list of solutions, you know, we can just be an ear. So that's what this community is. And um, so I just hope that you know that you're important and you're loved. And um, I'm just grateful to share this journey with you guys. And thanks for allowing me to share my experience a little bit. Right. Well, thank
0: you so much for being here. You are a joy to have on. And I think everyone will love to hear your story. Um, And I hope everyone goes and listens to your music. So thank you so much, Ali. And thank you everyone for joining us this week on Headwise. And please join us again next week on the weekly video cast and podcast of the National Headache Foundation. Bye-bye.